Whoa, what a day. I've been up since one. It's your morning ritual. It's true. Don't show off. It's true. I'm not showing off. I wish I didn't have to. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM790 Tucson's. Yes, that's right. Most stimulating talk. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, three things that I think you need to know. Number one. Press conference was at about 1 o'clock in the morning, our time. My body just woke up. I couldn't go back to sleep. I was just watching it. Calm, cool, collective. Trump said he was up for 25 hours. The big news, of course, uh, Trump and Kim Jong-un signed a document for complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. We'll get to the four pillars of it. This is a big freaking deal. This is a huge deal. Uh, the Trumpster said, well, that's, thank we're, you. We're making a big deal now. There you go. We'll do that after. We'll do that after. So the, the Trumpster said that, uh, that well, he said a lot of things. Uh, he, he said that he trusts this guy. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get into the sound bites. It's really incredible stuff. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the moderates, the rhino big business chamber of commerce Republicans in the House have rejected any kind of compromise. Amnesty, and that's it, is all they want. They, they didn't want any border security upgrades, no E-Verify, uh, nothing like that. So uh, they stink. They stink. So just let you know, that's the, basically the result of those meetings that were behind closed doors. That's what's going on there. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, the, president's, the president's economic advisor, chief one, Larry Kudlow, suffered a heart attack yesterday right before if you missed it, right before the big meeting that he had with Un. Uh, apparently, his wife said he's doing fine, but uh, still, still, heart attack. I mean, what a, what a horrible, I mean, horrible anytime, but geez, just terrible. Thank God he's doing fine. Three things that I think you need to know. All right, so uh, let's just, listen, I'm wondering, if we can somehow get a quote from Robert De Niro today about President Trump, would you like to say something new? I'd, I'd like to know. Uh, anything? Anything? It'd be awesome if you could, Rob, Bob, whatever your name is, you crazy old man. I'm going to say one thing. Yeah. Trump. Yeah, I mean, I, I seriously, I'd love it if we could find out what, what he would say today. Because don't, don't overestimate this. And Trump will even tell you that. But it's a big deal. It's a big deal uh, that this, uh, this Kim Jong-un signed this document. Apparently, according to Trump, when they had their one-on-one meeting with the translators, he said, yeah, I know what needs to happen. Uh, and, and people are trying to figure out why. Why would he do this? Why would he just give it all away? Why, 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 why? I think because he doesn't want to end up like Gaddafi. Uh, because Trump put it out there and said, this is it. You get rid of the nukes or there's going to be an issue because you are threatening our country. I wonder also, we don't really know what's going on inside North Korea. Obviously, the people are starving. They can't be happy. I wonder if he thinks that at some point they're going to basically bum rush him. Revolt? Yes. Absolutely. And get rid of him and say, this, you know, enough is enough. I've been saying that for years. That might be it, too. Um, maybe he's more of a, we don't know anything. He's still a, a ruthless killer. I mean, he's still a, he could be lying about all this stuff. He's still a ruthless killer. Uh, however... I mean, we just don't know. And I'm watching all these experts. It was so funny to see how they literally acted like they knew stuff on TV, but they literally didn't know anything. (laughs) 
But I wonder if he's like, you know what? Uh, he's 34. He went to school in Switzerland. He sees what needs to happen. He sees that this kind of, of life, this kind of, of state of despair that his country is in can't last. And maybe he can make some money. And maybe he can be, maybe he thinks differently than his dad and his grandfather. And he wants to be viewed as, I don't want to say a nice guy. He had his freaking brother killed. So I, I don't want to say, but maybe he realizes I could be, uh, I, could, I could create my own legacy. And maybe Trump was doing that. You know, they had him uh, in Singapore because he got there early. You know what they did? They uh, walked him to a casino. They wanted to show him what life could be like. And I think that's why they had it at Singapore. Because they're like, listen, Singapore is not exactly a democracy. But they are making money and they're thriving. And I saw one guy who seemed to be an expert. He was on Tucker's show and he's on other stuff, Peter something or other. Anyway, he said that um, he believes China helped with this. And China has been telling him, listen, you don't have to give up power. You can be rich like us. Just do the same thing we're doing. I mean, they're all communists, right? Yep. So that's another, that, that's another possibility. Then again, he might be lying through his teeth for the whole, you know, this whole thing. We just don't know. As a matter of fact, the Trumpster said that. As a matter of fact, uh, let's play 62. The Trumpster on with George Stephanopoulos. Then I'll play from the, some, some highlights of uh, what's actually going to happen and what the, what the Trumpster said. Here we go. I do trust him, yeah. Now, will I come back to you in a year and you'll be interviewing? I'll say, gee, I made a mistake. That's always possible. So, you know, we're dealing at a very high level. A lot of things can change. A lot of things are possible. He trusts me, I believe. I really do. I mean, he said openly, and he said it to a couple of reporters that were with him, that he knows that no other president ever could have done this. I mean, no other pre He knows the presidents. He knows who we had in front of me. He said no other president could have done this. I think he trusts me, and I trust him. Now, the media, this is what's going to be hilarious, is the media is going to tear into Trump. How can you say this about this guy? He's a stone-cold killer. Blah, blah. But then if Trump said... Of course I don't trust him. He's a murderous thug. Then they'd say, how can Trump expect to get peace when he just says these things about this guy? So there's a no-win situation when it comes to the media with Trump. A no-win situation. I'll give you a quick example. Uh, alleged conservative and never Trumper. That's not alleged. She really is. S.E. Cup on CNN, number 68. She claims to be a conservative, uh, but is she one of those never Trumpers? Uh, this is how she started her show on CNN. Welcome to Unfiltered. Here's tonight's headline. For the love of God, Mr. President, don't get us all killed. Yep. That happened. Another Samantha B. No, she's just a never-Trumper. Whatever. She's just, she's just a never-Trumper. They're Trumper. in the same category. Oh, well, stupid, yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, that was just a stupid thing. Just I dumb. had a different category, but yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> so there's that. Um, 59, this is the meat and potatoes of it, of uh, what, what's going on. The Trumpster said this as he let off the press conference. The current state of affairs cannot endure forever. The people of Korea, North and South, are profoundly talented, industrious, and gifted. These are truly gifted people. They share the same heritage, language, customs, culture, and destiny. But to realize their amazing destiny, to reunite their national family, the menace of nuclear weapons will now be removed. In the meantime, the sanctions will remain in effect. There you go. 
So what's going to happen? Sanctions stay until everything is verified. Well, the, the word verified isn't in the document. I get it. I get it. Uh, it's not. This is just the beginning. Trump actually told uh, Hannity he believes the, uh, the whole process has started to get rid of the nukes. And Trump said it takes more than, it, it takes, you can't just all of a sudden just stop it. It has to be, as he said in the press conference, scientifically, systematically. But once you hit a certain point of stopping it, you can't restart it. So that's, once that happens, I, you know, maybe then, I don't know, I'm not rooting for them to, to, to lift the sanctions. But this is part of the prop, this is part of the situation that, draw, that, that, that drove Kim Jong-un to this, is that those sanctions, his, his country is literally out of money. Uh, it was reported yesterday that he and his crew are eating the $35 buffet at this $6,000 a night hotel. They couldn't afford to pay for the hotel. $35 buffet, which is what the average family earns a month in North Korea. Uh, his dad ran a campaign in the 90s. Eat two meals a day. It's good for you. Two meals a day. Unbelievable, isn't it? Unbelievable. But actually, no, it is, uh, it is very believable. Very believable. Uh, anyway, we'll continue. 622. Wow. Yeah, two meals a day. Um, some other highlights. And what do you think, by the way? I mean, what can people say negatively about Trump? I was actually watching Morning Joe and Mika's face this morning a little bit, trying to find some stuff. And I'm sure I couldn't watch it for too long because it's just, it's like depressing. I mean, it's it's like what fuels the opioid crisis. I mean, I just, <laughs> it's that bad. I mean, you need something. You need something. Anyway, Um we have some, uh, some more things that people said negatively. We have some more highlights of what Trump said. You'll be surprised also. Uh, he was asked about the rhetoric. You, think you know, Kim- calling him little rocket man. Yeah. Rocket man. Yeah. I love it. Uh, you have to hear what he says about calling Kim rocket man. Did he like it? That's coming up. Don't go anywhere. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Jen. 628, Garrett Lewis with you. Sorry, that was, that was my mic. I was like, I kept saying six, six, can't hear me. Six, 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 twenty-eight. Sixty-six times in the head. Great outdoors. 628, hi, it's Garrett Lewis, and it's 71 now, 106. The lightning guy. Yeah. Yeah. 106 today, 107 tomorrow. Uh, now we're looking at scattered thunderstorms Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Remember, it was Thursday through Monday yesterday. Now it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. With a big chance, 70% chance on Saturday with a high of only 86. That's some you know good that home cooking right there. Now, you're going to need some nice cold ones. You sit on the porch while the rain comes down. The mm. lightning scares the pants mm. off you. I like it. Me Who wears too. pants at home? Uh, anyway. That's a good question. It's a very good question. It's a very good question. If you wear pants at home, send pictures to Garrett. No, don't, don't, don't send me any of that stuff. <laughs> ah. Don't send me any of that stuff. What do you think, guys? Let's do number 66. Trump uh, talked with uh, Sean Hannity after his press conference. It's not going to air till tonight, uh, number 66. So he, Sean asked him about, you know, Rocket Man and how you go from, you know, last year, Rocket Man and all this other stuff. Interesting take from Trump on this. Here we go. Well, I think without the rhetoric, we wouldn't have been here. I really believe that, you know, we did sanctions and all of the things that you would do. But I think without the rhetoric, you know, other administrations, I don't want to get specific on that, but they had a a policy of silence. If they said something very bad, very threatening and horrible, just don't answer. That's not the answer. That's not what you have to do. So I think the rhetoric, I hated to do it. Sometimes I felt foolish doing it. 
but we had no choice. How about that? Rocket Man. Yep. Remember that? In the UN when he's screaming Rocket Man. And the these idiots on TV. Trump's going to get us into a war. All this other stuff. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, it was, uh, it was incredible. And look at all these fools that have failed in the past. Now... Is there that much of a difference? And we'll never know between Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-il. You you just don't know. And that's one of the big questions. Well, yeah, you can get this done with the younger guy, the older guy. No way. How do you know that? Here's the question. Did any of those other guys even try this hard? No. They didn't go. And and I I understand that we were taught this. You never talk to terrorists. You never talk to dictators. You don't give them the time of day. You don't negotiate. Well, but Trump did. He negotiated with with a dictator. But he's saying, like he said, you had to do it. And we have sound bites coming up. And it doesn't make sense. Why, why not? What do you have to lose? Isn't that the best way to make a deal? I mean, what do you do when you say no? Okay, so, well, and if the media is sitting there saying, oh, uh, Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-un, he won this. He got the photo up. What, to go back to his starving people? They're, they're brainwashed. They even know they're slaves. How do you lose? So we're going to have more of these sound bites, uh, much, much more of them. I was just playing that video, their announcement. Oh. They didn't even know until they were finally told about it. Yeah, well, because everything's controlled. Yeah, that's right. Controlled in such insane ways, insane ways. Yeah. Um, one of the first questions that the Trumpster was asked, he was the first question, uh, the guy's a killer. You know, the guy killed Otto Warmbier. How can you say that he's a good guy or a smart guy or whatever it was? His answer was very good. If you missed that because it was at 1 o'clock in the morning, I'll get it to you coming up. Uh, it really is incredible. We'll get to that. Uh, Jeff Flake talking uh, about about the G7 summit. By the way, as of uh, right before the show, nothing on Twitter from Jeff Flake or John McCain about the North Korean uh, document being signed. Right? Nothing. They'll, they're very quick to destroy Trump, to bash Trump. Nothing when he does anything good, which shows their true colors, which is why you can't believe anything that they say. So we'll get into all that. Don't go anywhere. You know it's going to be really, really hot outside. 106, 107. And then even when we get the monsoon, right, and get storms, it's going to become like sweltering. And it's humid. And it's muggy. You better make sure that the air conditioner in your vehicle is ready for this. And if already you're like, oh, man, we turn the car on. Oh, man, where's the cold air? Come on. It takes a minute. It takes a minute. Take, where is it? If you're getting that kind of kind of treatment from your vehicle, I have an easy fix for you. Take your vehicle to Amco. Amco Total Car Care has a great offer for air conditioning service. Amco Total Car Care will evacuate and recharge the air conditioner in your vehicle and then add up to 12 ounces of Freon, all for just $49.95. Offers good for most cars, plus the Amco techs, and they are great, and they are trustworthy, and they are honest. It's locally owned. These Amco techs are going to inspect the cooling system to make sure everything is working properly. We even had a guy call up a couple months ago, said he took his vehicle to Amco. Said, can you just check my AC system, ready to pay money? And they brought it back said, you're good, man. No charge. You're fine. He called you, Ryan. He told you that. That's right. So bring your car to any Amco in town. There are two today, all uh, two in town, all owned by the same Tucson family. Find the closest location. Call 800-GO-AMCO, 800-GO-AMCO, or go to amcotucson.com, double-A-M-C-O. Talk. Yes, it is. Hello, 640. Thank you for hanging out. I don't know if you ever... 
little insight. What? My wife and I used to do this uh, the, the love language thing, course therapy, so we can communicate better as a couple. And uh, one of and one of the, the man, did you get ripped off? Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, but one of the uh, <laughs> one of the uh, courses was do your estate planning together. Seriously, that's not a bad thing. And I was like, all right, and it was really interesting to go through together. Mm-hmm. So, don't put it off. Okay. Now you know a little about me. Well, thank you. I guess. Thank you. I I'd like to know a little bit more. No, you wouldn't. I really would. Come on, I want, over. I want the ammo. Hey, come on. Three, three <laughs> things. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Kim Jong Un has agreed to denuclearize his country. Uh, he signed a document committing to do it. Uh, there are no real hardcore details about uh, how long it's going to take. Uh, no real hardcore details. Um, no real hardcore details about uh, the process. If we're going to be there checking on their, uh, their, their, their sites or if international people will be. But he said he wants to do it. And Trump said he had a great meeting. Second thing that I think you need to know the moderate rhino big business cheap labor republicans have rejected any kind of upgrade to border security and that's what's coming out right now they've rejected it they want amnesty and just amnesty these republicans after their meeting with the conservative republicans that would like border security and an end to chain migration and other things so that ain't going to go anywhere third thing i think you need to know how about this just saw this from the pakistan star news Sources say Pakistan will be asked to denuclearize, similar to North Korea, by Trump after successful Trump-Kim summit. Oh, wow. Is peace spreading? Three things that I think you need to know. Is peace going to spread throughout the world after we were told when Trump won that he's going to blow up the world and the markets are going to crash? Damn. I know it's only 17 months. Going on 18. But if he continues at this pace, they're going to have to make, and forget Mount Rushmore, they're going to have to make Mount Trump more. Like a whole big mountain. With the hair. Make it, you know what? Do it here in Arizona. It's very close to orange. Right? The Red Rock kind of, it. We can nominate Picasso Peak to have this done. Something like that. We just need orange looking rock. <laughs> That's okay. We take Bell Rock and Sedona. Mm-hmm. There you go. Carve it out. Watch everybody's head explode. Yep. Um, Another thing that wasn't in this... uh, They agreed to things after he was done signing it, by the way. So he and Kim signed this document. And we'll get to the Otto Warmbier thing in just a second. But they signed this document. And they were... Afterwards, Trump said, you know what? I would really like... And and apparently Kim said what? And he said, we have lots of, uh, lots of Americans, thousands of, of Americans that died in the war. And their remains are still over there in Korea. And when I was on the campaign trail, there were so many people, more than I realized, that asked me, when you're elected, can you, can you have my dad's remains shipped over? My uncle. Uh, older people said, my, my kid, my brother. So Kim said, sure. And apparently they're starting that like right away. They know where they're buried. They have a whole system, everything. Uh, that's what Trump said. So that's a big deal right there. Uh, now, the four points of the Trump-Kim declaration. Number one, the United States and the DPRK commit to establish new U.S.-DPRK relations in accordance with the desire of the peoples of the two countries for peace and prosperity. 
Two, the U.S. and the DPRK will join efforts to build a lasting and stable peace regime regime on the Korean Peninsula. Three, reaffirming the April 27th, 2018 uh, Panmunjom Declaration, the DPRK commits to work towards the complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. That's the big one right there. Four, the U.S. and the DPRK commit to recovering. Oh, here we go. POW and MIA remains, including the immediate repatriation of those already identified. Like, that wasn't part of the deal. Apparently, everything went so well, they added that in. And after they signed the deal, they also, they, they did other things, too, after they signed the deal. He said, you know, can you get, get rid of this particular site where you make, uh, you know, we know this engine that runs hot. We can see with our, 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 our tools. Can you get rid of that as well, this engine site? Oh, yeah, not a problem. Now, do you believe this guy? 880-KNSC, 880-5678. What's your reaction to all this, too? We will open the phone lines. We have some highlights to play, though. First question of the, of the press conference that Trump got. I even left the question in there. And it's a big deal. Uh, the Otto Warm Beer. Because, you know, the whole time, even my wife was like, what about, what about Otto Warm Beer? I'm like, you know, I guarantee you Trump called the parents. And I'm sure it's a tough situation. They hate this guy. Their kid was over there. He was falsely accused of stuff. And then he was tortured to death. It's horrific. How could our country do a deal? Right? Well, Trump was asked that. Uh, number 60. Could you get number 60 out if you don't mind, Ryan? Um, and Trump said some amazing things. I'm telling you, the, the people that think he's a maniac, that he was calm, cool, collected. And I hate saying he's presidential because he, yeah, I don't want him to be like the other presidents. He's not a raving lunatic. Some of it's an act, like he admitted with the Rocket Man stuff. Anyway, listen to the question and the answer. The man you met today, Kim Jong-un, as you know, has killed family members, has starved his own people, is responsible for the death of Otto Warmbier. Why are you so comfortable calling him very talented? Well, he is very talented. Anybody that takes over a situation like he did at 26 years of age and is able to run it and run it tough, I don't say... He was nice, or I don't say anything about it. He ran it. Very few people at that age, you can take one out of 10,000 probably couldn't do it. Otto Warmbier is a very special person, and he will be for a long time in my life. His parents are good friends of mine. I think without Otto, this would not have happened. Something happened from that day. It was a terrible thing. It was brutal. But a lot of people started to focus on what was going on, including North Korea. I really think that Otto is someone who did not die in vain. I told this to his parents. Special young man, and, and I have to say, special parents, special people. Otto did not die in vain. He had a lot to do with us being here today. How about that? How do you handle that question? I mean, what would you have done? I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, what do you do? You say, I, I know it's terrible. This American was killed. Greater good. I hate that term. We had to sit there and try to get peace to the world. And you know Trump's a stand-up guy. I guarantee you he called Otto Warmbier's parents. And I'm sure he said privately, you know what? This is not something that I really want to do, but I have to, I have to put on the act. I have to do that. And by the way, you do that with a lot of people. You do it in everyday stuff. When you negotiate to buy a car, a house, something, you put on the act. Your boss, you put on the act. Not my boss. You to me, I'm not your boss. 
I have to do it every morning with you. So you act like you like me? What? It's not an act. <laughs> Genuinely like you. But I, you know what? This guy. Go home to mommy. Thank oh, you. Sorry. He's all about it, man. He, I, I thought that. Listen, what a week. I mean, think of what happened. He goes to the G7, and he tells our allies, you're going to stop ripping us off, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're going to stop ripping us yeah. off now. That's it. No more. You're done. And apparently it's the worst thing ever, right? Worst thing ever. We're literally getting ripped off. As a matter of fact, we'll get more to the, uh, the Trump stuff in a second. Jeff Flake, I know, insane Jeff Flake. Nothing on Jeff Flake's Twitter account praising uh, the progress made with North Korea, making the world a safer place. Nothing like that at all. You know, Jeff Flake uh, ridiculed the rhetoric that Trump said was, he didn't like to do but was necessary. Stupid Jeff Flake. I, I hate saying it. It's just gotten to that level. You know, I don't want to be immature and call those kinds of names. But you, how do you not at this point? He's just evil. He's bitter. Bitter Jeff Flake. Bitter Jeff Flake. 72. Who play 72? CNN goes to a couple of uh, rhinos. Jeff Flake and Susan Collins. And Aunt Bethany? Yep. And, and did <laughs> I break when? That's what she sounds like. We'll get to that in a second. First, we'll play Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake was asked about uh, Trump's comments about Justin Trudeau. And here's what uh, bitter Jeff Flake said. I mean, it's awful. That's an awful way to treat your allies. I saw the press conference. I saw the, what uh, Prime Minister Trudeau said. I didn't think that it uh, rose to the level of, uh, for that kind of vitriol. Oh, really? I, I, mean, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a statement like that <laughs> against any of our worst enemies, let alone our allies. Really? Welcome to the real world, Jeff. You're going to have to get a, an actual job soon. Well, you probably just get hired to rip Trump on CNN or MSNBC. Anyway, um, you didn't think what Justin Trudeau said was that bad? So you're cool with Americans getting ripped off? You're a rancher. You're not going to stick up for the farmers? This, this, that's what he said? Oh, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't, you know, it's not that bad. And thanks for standing up for us. And by the way, um... You, didn't, you never thought that uh, allies would be treated that badly? You treat your constituents that badly. You don't care. You don't want to protect the border. You don't want to protect us. You never even called Marianne Mendoza, whose son was a police officer killed by an illegal alien driving drunk and high on meth on four different freeways in Phoenix. You never called her. Class. Class act. Uh, let's play in Bethany real quick on this. Yeah, here we go. That is completely unhelpful. We do have some legitimate trade concerns with Canada, and it makes it more difficult, not less uh, difficult, for us to resolve those concerns if we have this war of words between the two countries. Mm -hmm. What is she involved in? That's what I want to know. Uh, Rhinoism. Rhinoism. All right. That's basically what it is. Stupid question. Yeah, uh, that that's Aunt Bethany right there for you. Holy smokes! This is just tell she votes to fund Planned Parenthood, uh, keep Obamacare going. Give me a break. Uh, by the way, can you can you keep that uh, keep the Aunt Bethany up over there if you don't mind? Because I'm going to do a compare and contrast right now. Um, I want you to hear Aunt Bethany from Christmas Vacation. I'll play it over here. Throw me up over there real quick. Here we go. Uh, yes. 
Yes, she says grace. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Now, Susan Collins. That is completely unhelpful. We do have some legitimate trade concerns with Canada, and it makes it more difficult, not less uh, difficult for us to and resolve to those Republic concerns if we stands. have this war One of words nation. between the two countries. <laughs> that just that makes me is laugh. Completely unhelpful. Thank you, Aunt Bethany. I appreciate that. Thank you, Aunt Bethany. Oh, she the worst. Absolute worst. You know it's true. They all are. For, for the most part. Yes, not all of yes, them. Yes, they are. But for the most part, all right, they well, all are. Well, I, I promise I'll get your phone calls. You can hit me up on email also. Garrett at KNST.com. You can tweet me at Garrett Lewis. Two R's, one T. Thank you. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I'll put some stuff up there. Don't go anywhere. We have much, much, much more. We even have to get to a story. Uh, we might we might uh, not have to rely on the city of Tucson or Pima County to fix our roads. Oh, you saw that. Yes, of course. Thank this you. is like the biggest thing going on here. Guess who's going to apparently fix the roads? And we'll have more. Uh, we'll get that real quick, and then we'll get back to the uh, the North Korea stuff with Trump. It's KNST. Oh, hello. 709. It is uh, Tuesday, June 12th. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Kim Jong-un has agreed to denuclearize his country. He signed an agreement to that. Uh, Trump says it's already happening. This is incredible stuff. Did you ever think this would actually happen? The haters keep on hating. No, no reaction from Jeff Flake or John McCain on Twitter, but they're quick to go after the president about the G7. Funny how that happens, isn't it? Second thing I think you need to know, the, uh, the rhinos. Rhinos in the Republican Party in the House, the moder- so-called moderates, they rejected any compromise. They said, we want amnesty and only amnesty. We reject any and all border upgrades. We don't want E-Verify. We don't want to cut down on chain migration. None of this stuff. No, no, no. We are nothing. We just want the cheap labor. So uh, that's the big divide in the Republican uh, House about that. And I think that's why it'll go nowhere. Third thing I think you need to know. I thought this was very interesting. This should gain steam this morning. Um, the Pakistani, a Pakistani news service has said they're reporting. Um, and I retweeted this. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter. Uh, They are reporting that sources say Pakistan will be asked to denuclearize similar to North Korea by Trump after successful Trump-Kim summit or else will face sanctions from the Pakistan star. How about that? I was just thinking about Iran and Pakistan and those guys, the outlaw nations in the Middle East. I'm telling you. By the way, the foreign secretary of Pakistan, Tamina Janjwia, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, it'd be a miracle. She retweeted that and said, she's again the foreign secretary of Pakistan. She, she writes, Pakistan has received offer to denuclearize from the United States, and we are thinking about it with open mind. How about that? But Obama got the Nobel Peace Prize. Now, who knows what's going to happen? And we'll get into soundbites of this, too, because Trump, Trump was asked again, you know, do you trust him? Yeah, I trust him, but you never know what's going to happen. The dude's a brutal dictator. Trump didn't say that. He can't say that at this point. 
We all know it, okay? We all know it. Uh, we'll get to some highlights in just a second. However, Ryan's telling me to uh, speak to Jim. Jim, welcome to KNST. Hi, Jim. Hi, I was talking to your buddy. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't listen to anything but you guys and Fox. And I told him that. And but it's amazing me. This, my wife is saying, "You know, listen to these other news folks." So I turned on Mika and Ding Dingling there on <laughs> Morning Joe. I couldn't believe the crap they were saying. Number one, everything is he's a liar. He's a liar. But what really got me is they were complaining that they had the American flag next to the North uh, North Korean flag. Oh, yeah. And that's an insult. Yeah, I've heard what that. What the devil is going on when they don't care when people don't stand? Don't, you know, yep, and that's not yep, a problem. Yep. It's, I just can't believe we got news the way it is. I just can't believe it. It's unbelievable. Well, first off, uh, what's wrong with your wife telling you to listen to other things besides us? Because I like you guys. You make sense to me. Oh, I know, but what's wrong with your wife? Why would your wife tell you to listen to somebody else? Well, she's, she's like me. She believes it, but she does listen to other news. I don't because I don't need it. I don't believe them. I don't trust them. So what sense to listen to them? You ever hear one of our favorite things that Mika's face said? You remember this? Here we go. Right ahead. The dangerous you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that yeah. is the that is if our you, job. Yeah, there you go. Well, you, you know what really job. bothers me, though, and why I get so upset, when when people l- listen to them and believe it, where's this country going to be? Well, the good news yeah. is not many people watch or listen. <laughs> good, I'm glad to hear that. So, yeah, they are, they are very behind, just like CNN. They are not good with the ratings. There's always been crazy people in this country, and there will always be crazy people. But, yeah, no, listen, that, they should change their show to the end of the world today because we're the end of the world this morning because every morning it's the end of the world. Every single yeah. morning. And they're just, mis- yeah. you could tell by the looks on their faces, they're just miserable people. Yeah. You know? So listen, I know. tell it's your wife, pain. yeah, tell your wife to get with the program. All right, we'll see you. Thank you. you. Know, thank you. See you later. Uh, get with the program. And by the way, I have, a, I have a, a highlight. This is what Joe Scarborough said this morning. Thank you, Ryan, by the way. Listen to Joe. First of all, uh, with Pass's prologue, we can't believe anything the North Koreans tell us. Uh, you would hear that whether you talk to people who worked in the Obama administration or the Bush administration or the Clinton administration, or if you spoke with President Carter, who tried his best to bring peace to this region. But uh, every time the North Koreans have lied, it's hard to take anything out of this. This was one meeting. This was one meeting. Even Dennis Rodman was able to fly over. <laughs> to Singapore and we don't know what's going to happen here certainly I know everybody in America and across the world hopes that this ends up being successful but Richard Haas right now there really is no way of judging this uh, because it is a glorified photo op uh, that may actually start the framework of something significant and as we say around here also and as we've said this is a heck of a lot better than what we expected to be happening in on the Korean Peninsula six months ago, which was war. Yeah, you expected all that stuff. You're all geniuses. You guys knew it all. Glorified photo up. Can't believe anything. We don't really know. He's not entirely. We don't know. But if Obama would have done this, well, it's just the sheer brilliance. 
It's fantastic. Uh, I'm glad Trump brought this up. And by the way, again, North Korea, if you're just waking up, just joining us, North Korea signed a document pledging four things, one of them to denuclearize, complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Details will be worked out. Mike Pompeo, who is awesome, who really got this whole thing going for the past few months. That's why it was great when he went from CIA director to Secretary of State. He was on it. He's CIA director. He was on North Korea. Then Secretary of State, he got to be on him even more. Uh, He's going to go into details about the complete denuclearization, verifying it, you name it, with North Korean officials in the next week. Kim Jong-un said, we need to do this. We need to make it happen. Now, compare what Trump did to what Obama did. Let's do 61, please. 61. This was fantastic. Because Trump's basically saying, you know, give me a fair shake here. He's, he's not saying that it's, again, the end-all, be-all, and it's going to happen, because you don't know. But listen to this. They secured the commitment to destroy the missile engine testing site. That yes. was not in your agreement. I got that after signed the agreement. I said, do me a favor. You've got this missile engine testing site. We know where it is because of the heat. We, it's incredible, the equipment we have, to be honest with you. I said, can you close it up? You're going to close it up. We maintain the ability to continue to apply sanctions. So yep. we're applying sanctions. Yep, and it's not so going to stop. I had 300 sanctions that I was getting ready to put on last week. And I said, you know, I can't really put on sanctions when I'm meeting with. I thought it would be very disrespectful. 300 very big ones, powerful ones. Yep. And I said it would be disrespectful. So, Jennifer, when you look at all of those things that we got, and when we got our hostages back, I didn't pay $1.8 billion in cash. Oh, boy. Like the hostages that came back from Iran, which was a disgraceful Obama. situation, what took place. So we've gotten a lot. So when I hear somebody in the media say that President Trump has agreed to meet, like it's not a big deal to meet. I think we should meet on a lot of different topics, not just this one. And I really believe a lot of great things can happen. There you go. So that was the, uh, you know, he said after we signed everything, had the paperwork done, he said, oh, by the way, get rid of that, which is what he said. You know, get rid of that uh, engine testing thing. Yep, you got it. You got it. Now, again, who knows? Who knows? But Trump got this. Didn't pay $1.8 billion. Didn't give up five terrorists to free a, uh, a traitor in Bo Bergdahl. Didn't do these things. I got an email from uh, from Vicky. All I'm hearing from the left is we gave up everything. The only thing I heard was our military maneuvers with South Korea. Did I miss something? It's a piece of paper. If North Korea doesn't hold it to up its end, we hadn't really lost anything but some of President Trump's time. Am I missing something else? No, you're not. Uh, we actually gained a lot. We gained the three hostages. Uh, they claim to have gotten rid of one nuclear testing site. They're going to get rid of uh, an engine testing site. He, he pledged to denuclearize. What did we give up? President Trump showed him his... Uh, his limo? What do we give up? I don't, I, I don't think we give up anything. What do we give up? I don't know. Give up cash? Yeah, no, no, nothing. There's zero. Did we give any like, prisoners back? Nope. nope. Did we give them uh, California? No, we could have given we them California. Fresno, definitely could have given them Fresno. leave Fresno alone. Oof. So, yeah, no, we, did, we haven't given up anything. But they want to they downplay it. They want to poo-poo it. And Trump even, we'll get some more Trump soundbites and your soundbites and your reaction as well. 880-KNSD, 880-5678. I will get you on. Uh, I, I, I promise I will leave a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, it was interesting to hear what Trump, Trump said when they showed a video 
They made a video to show what North Korea can be. And the reaction of Kim Jong-un, he said, was incredible. You see his eyes get bigger. That could be us. Money makes the world go round. That's why it's good to spread capitalism and not communism. There's less wars. And then, you know, when our allies, who are also capitalists, rip us off in trade, we send out Trump and he destroys them. That's just, that's how it works. We're all supposed to be friends, right? But there's always competition. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Your reaction coming up. Uh, plus the Trumpster. On the rhetoric again, because I thought that was a big deal. The economic development uh, situation. It's all coming up. Don't go anywhere. Oh, no, some more uh, ridiculous stuff from the left, too. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. No, it's easier the other way. Hey, 726. What's going on? It is uh, It is a fun, fun, fun day, is it not? The economy is booming. Maybe we'll have more peace in the world. Garrett Lewis with you. Heads are spinning around. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Who could be against this guy right now? Ah, uh, let's well, see. Morning, yeah, Joe. No, yeah, well, it's uh, CNN. Mika's face. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into all that stuff. Uh, it is going to be 106 today. And right now, it, it's going to cool down on the weekend with some storms. 76 out right now. Saturday, 86 and scattered thunderstorms. Biggest chance that day. Father's Day, 95. Scattered storms. Scattered thunderstorms. All right. Yes, yes. You know, this may be the best Father's Day present ever. Potential peace in North Korea. You think so? Well, I mean, it beats a tie. Literally. I, I would say so. I would say so. Honey, can you give me some peace in North Korea, please? <laughs> By the way, Mr. On is going to be uh, in studio with us tomorrow morning at uh, 910 because he, uh, he grew up in North Korea. I believe it was North Korea. I don't believe it was South Korea. I believe it was North Korea. And he got out of there. Uh, we'll, we'll find out uh, all about uh, his take on this uh, tomorrow morning at 910. It's always fun. And then Ryan had a great idea to come up with some kind of a special, right? Yeah. Either drink special, dinner special, something special. Something that's very peaceful. Yes. <laughs> but potent at, at the, the same, same time. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Uh, that's going to be awesome. All right, uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. We have some more sound bites to play, Ryan. Hang on. And I promise I get people uh, on the air. Um, however, let's do 65. Uh, some reporter got up there and said, what's the future, right? What's the future of North Korea? What do you envision it as? Listen to this. So you saw a tape today, and that I think was done really well, but that was done at the highest level of future development. I told him, you may not want this. You may want to do a much smaller version of this. I mean, you're going to do something, but you may want to do a smaller version. You may not want that with the trains and the everything, you know, super, everything, the top. And maybe you won't want that. It's going to be up to them. It's going to be up to them. It's going to be up to the people what they want. They may not want that. I can understand that, too. But that was a version of what could happen, what could take place. As an example, they have great beaches. You see that whenever they're exploding their <laughs> cannons into the ocean, right? So I said, boy, look at that. What, wouldn't that make a great condo behind? And I explained. I said, you know, instead of doing that, you could have the best hotels in the world right there. Think of it from a real estate perspective. You have South Korea, you have China, and they own the land in the middle. How bad is that, right? It's great. But um, I told them, I said, you may not want to do what's there. You may want to do a smaller version of it or, you know, and that could be. Although I tell you what, he, he looked at that tape, he looked at that 
iPad, and I'm telling you, they, they, they really enjoyed it, I believe. Mm-hmm. Now, was he just amazed by the iPad? Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet you China got him some iPads in the past. Hmm. He was amazed. At the, again, the video, this is what it could be. I mean, I'm thinking that's why they had this in Singapore. Have it somewhat close. It was 3,000 miles from, from North Korea, uh, like 10,000 miles from America. Yeah. Uh, but this, they said this could be you. You could have people that are happy, wealthy. You can be wealthy. This could be it. This could be it. We'll have to see what happens. 880-KNST, 880-5670. I will get your reaction. We have to also play some more sound bites. Again, the rhetoric one I think is huge. Huge what Trump said right there. Uh, we also have to get to uh, Obama's, or it was Bill Clinton's person, I believe. Where's it Obama? I mean, Obama's. A lady that actually negotiated with Kim Jong-un's dad had that work out. But then she had the gall to try to tear into Trump. That was Clinton's, yes. That was Clinton's? Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, she had the gall to tear into Trump. This is, this is unbelievable. Wait till you hear that. That is coming up. Let me just tell you, though. There has never been a better time than right now to go buy a ceiling fan. Add sunlighting. Now, why? They're having the battle of the fan sale. They have it every single year. And it's a rematch of last year. They have Minka Air and Emerson battling it out. These are two gigantic manufacturers of ceiling fans. And they are slashing prices because they want to outsell each other. It's battle of the fan sale. And this is only happening at sunlighting. They only do this at sunlighting because it's the largest lighting store in the whole state of Arizona. Locally owned, you name it. Not only do they slash the prices of ceiling fans. And these are indoor fans, outdoor fans, all kinds of options. They're also giving you these manufacturers are offering you cash rebates on the spot. Great prices, cash rebates. Are you kidding me? If you want your air-conditioned uh, air, your conditioned air to move around, get one of these fans. If you're sick and tired of trying to yank a chain, get one of these fans. That's the old school, right? Your fan looks like it's from 1998 because it is. Get a new fan. This is the time to do it. You could have fans that operate on your phone. Amazon Alexa, Apple Home, LED light kits, you name it. Energy-efficient fans. Go to Sunlighting. Broadway near Swan, sunlighting.com. Ask your wife. Do it. 7.38. You know, one of the greatest uh, Father's Day gifts that you could ever get from your wife. Peace in uh, North Korea? Uh, I was going to say silence to listen to this show. That's just... Is that too much? No. I mean, I want them to listen, too. And you got to be quiet to listen. Exactly. I didn't, I didn't say talk. I just... <clears throat> One person talks at a time, and it's you. <clears throat> Three things I think you need to know. You. Number one. Thank you, Don. Uh, number one. So the uh, the North Korean dictator threw in the towel so far, signed a document saying that he is going to denuclearize his country. It's going to happen. There's no other details about uh, how it's going to happen, the speed of it, things like that. We'll get to some sound bites of Trumpster talking about that in a little bit. Uh, but he said, I know we need to change. He told Don Trump that. I know I need to change. We need to change. Pretty pretty freaking cool. Who thought this would have happened? You know who thought this would have happened? Dennis Rodman. We'll have that soundbite coming up. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Republicans, the moderates in the House, were trying to get a deal done with other Republicans that actually want border security. And the moderate Rhino Chamber of Commerce Republicans rejected all of the all the proposals that the uh, the good Republicans wanted. You know, E-Verify, uh, things to reduce migration, like separating parents from kids and stuff like that. They didn't want any part of this. Any part of it whatsoever. Uh, so you have a big divide there in the Republican Party when it comes to that. 
Um, they don't want you verified. They don't want that, that others. It's, it's just it's ridiculous. They want cheap labor and they're being pressured by big donors to get it done before the midterm, actually before August even. Good luck with that. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, and this is, again, for some reason, not being publicized. Not being publicized nearly as much. Pakistan, their foreign secretary, actually admitted, right? This is incredible. Their foreign secretary, Tamina Janjwe, or Janjua, whatever, says Pakistan has received the, an offer to denuclearize from the United States, and we are thinking about it with an open mind. Making the world safe, again. Remember, he used to say that. Three things I think you need to know. Look at the chain reaction. Now, who knows? It might all be for nothing. We'll just have to see. Let's play a hater. Wendy Sherman uh, failed to get anything done with the North Koreans. She negotiated with Kim Jong-un's father, Kim Jong-il. So since she failed to get anything done, since they just grew their weapons program, MSNBC's like, you're an awesome guest. Why don't you come on and say something about this whole process? So we're going to, you're the first voice you're going to hear at number 69, please. Oh, you haven't, uh, is Andrea. Don't start with me. I know you want to hit it. Number 69, please. Wendy. No, no. I thought you were going to hit. I thought you were going to go Michael Scott on me. That's what she said. Thank you. Just when you think that we're doing mature stuff. So Wendy Sherman uh, is talking to Andrea Mitchell. Listen to this. Wendy, you, of course, negotiated with Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un's father, Back in 2000, when we were on that trip with Madeleine Albright, we never had to deal with Dennis Rodman. I'll tell you, Andrea, just watching this, I feel like President Trump and Kim Jong-un are going to be uh, members of Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, Uh, This really just feels like a sitcom of some sort, as opposed to having the gravity that this Mm. is really about the security of the United States of America. Uh, the president's obsession with looking strong and powerful and tough, it's uh, which needed. was what he thought he was doing at the G7, uh, making sure his base is secure, uh, which he believes he does when he pushes back at even our friends and allies. Now he finds himself in the middle of a rodeo uh, with uh, Kim Jong-un, who knows exactly what he wants and has a game plan oh, he's yeah. going to follow. Smartest and guy. Dennis Rodman, who's cheering from the sidelines, it's quite unusual. Smartest guy ever. So, so, so MSNBC has a guest that has literally zero credibility. Thank you. Because she failed. And they let her, not only do they let her talk, they're like, come on to the show. Like I said, let's get your expertise as a failure. And then they let her keep talking <laughs> as if, I mean, seriously, they let her keep talking as if she's got uh, the gravity. To speak on this situation, or even the gravitas, I like that one. They don't understand. Understand what? You failed. You gave $3 billion. The Clinton administration gave $3 billion to Kim Jong-il to say, don't do your nuclear weapons program. And he said, okay, (laughs) suckers. And that's exactly what he did. And this dingleberry gets on there and starts complaining. This is like an episode of The Apprentice. This is such a joke. They don't get it. You need to be strong. Obama was weak. You start out apologizing. First thing you do, you start apologizing. Nobody's going to respect anything that you do. The people that still don't understand this, it shocks me. That's why, again, I don't think everybody should vote. What did Dennis Rodman say, by the way? Dennis Rodman wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Now, remember, Dennis Rodman was on The Apprentice with Trump. So I'm assuming that's how they know each other. 
Dennis Rodman, this is weird. I mean, he'd like to go. He partied with Kim Jong-un for years. Um, he told Kim Jong-un, I can get you a basketball. Kim Jong-un wanted to get a message back to Obama. Robin said, I'll do it. Obama wouldn't talk to him. Just li- listen to this. Here we go. Dennis, wait, wait, wait. De- Dennis Rodman on CNN yesterday. Chris Cuomo, here we go. Well, I've talked to those guys uh, in the last five years. Which guys? And uh, we talked to, I talked, I talked to Kim Jong-un and uh, an administration over there five years ago. And he asked me five years ago, we sat down for lunch. And he sat down and asked me, hey, Dennis, uh, I would like to ask you three things. If you go back to tell the president of the United States these three things. And I would be willing to talk to him. It's always three and things. it's a true story. And I got my people here that was there that heard the conversation. He said um, things like, uh, if they can move the ships back from South Korea, I would do what I have to do to listen. If you can move certain things or do certain things, I will listen. My ears will be open. And I tried to do that to Obama. And Obama didn't even give me the time of day. I asked him. I said, I have something to say from North Korea. He just brushed me off. I got to be honest. I don't blame Obama for brushing off Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman's crazy. Dennis Rodman was not part of the Trump or the White House or whatever entourage that went there. He went there on his own. He went there on his own. Uh, However, Rodman said Kim Jong-un wanted to talk for five years. And Obama wouldn't talk to him. Look at the way Trump does business compared to an academic that's never had a real job. Or really any politician, to be honest with you. See this picture right here of Rodman and Kim. How many years ago is that? Uh, probably he looks a much lot. younger. But here's the point of this. Yeah. They have some sort of relationship. Yes. And if he's telling them something, why not just listen to the man and be like, what did he say? That's why people were speculating at the time. Is Robin working for the CIA? Because nobody knew a lot about Kim Jong-un. No, but seriously, it's almost like you need to gather intelligence. What's he like? It's like the CIA should have debriefed Dennis Rodman. They should have asked him all kinds of questions about what Kim Jong-un... I'm serious now. What is he like? Because they couldn't get close to him. Is he like Vin Diesel and Triple X? I never saw I'm Triple X. I'm a sports star. I also like to uh, oh, do God. secret spy stuff. Well, there you go. Well, you quite honestly, you do have a good point. I know I do. And they're friends. Yes. Somehow. In some weird way. It's very strange. Very strange. Uh, Robin told a story about how he asked for a basketball. Who asked for a basketball? Yeah. Robin said, I'll do it. And he brought it to him. And he said, you're the first person that's ever lived up to his word in my life. Sealed the deal, dude. Yet, again, the dude killed his brother and his uncle. Uh, so, I'm not saying he's a great guy. No, he's not a great guy. Uh, but anyway, well, let's do some more real quick. Um, I want you to hear a Trump. And you could, I, I swear I will get your comments. 880-KNST. 880-567. This is an incredible day. Historic day. I loved watching it. I thought it was so freaking cool. Uh, 60, uh, let's do 63. Uh, talking to George Snuffleupagus. Um there's Trump on uh, Kim stopping the nuke testing. Here we go. He's going to stop testing. Well, he already has. You know, we have how many months has it been, George? Seven, where there's been no missiles going up. And he's committed no missiles to not flying over. that up again. Oh, he's committed to not do that. It won't be happening. That won't be happening. Uh, he means it. He really wants to do something, I think, terrific for that country. And it's the only way it can be. Yep. And then typical Trump again, the somebody played a little while ago. Look at these. In this beach. You can put a condo right there. You can make some money. Let's do it. Come on. Now, when it came to human rights, Trump says he brought it up. 
and it sucks. You want to rip these people, but they, there's only so much you can do. You can't insult the person when you're trying to get them to give up their nuclear weapons, right? You just can't do that. This is a good thing. Can you say this is a bad thing? Oh, we have people that say it's a bad thing. 880-KNST, 880-5678. We have some more MSNBC highlights that you have to hear. Uh, they find the bad in all this stuff. We'll get to those coming up. 748, back in five. KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, yeah. I have a terrible cold. Is my voice, is it okay still, Ryan? No? Maybe? Well, besides the... did yesterday. Well, really? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm no, trying to make it happen. I'm trying to make it happen. I was listening to us on the uh, smart speaker in the back. You sound great. Shut up. Oh. I know you're lying. You sound horrible. Thank you. That's what I like to hear. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790. That's what you like to hear. I do like We've to hear We've been doing that. it wrong the entire time. Exactly. <laughs> Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three yep. things. I just said that. Uh, thank you. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. I like Wham songs. Uh-huh. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> is that bad? is that wrong? Oh. So, uh, Kim <laughs> Jong-un. It's not over yet, but he signed a uh, document. He declared. He signed an agreement to denuclearize his country. Um, to also have the remains, POW-MIA, uh, repatriated back to America. There's a lot that... That he said he would do. Uh, wants new relations. He wants peace and prosperity. Um, the complete denuclearization, denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. It's Trump said it's starting very quickly. We'll get to that. It's a big deal. It's a big day. It may or may not work. We don't know. But it's a big day. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, and there's more here. I'll tell you what, the second thing, we'll bump this up because it needs to be. Pakistan. There, I be, what is the, and I tweeted this. Pakistan's foreign secretary commented on a news story from the Pakistani, I think it's the Pakistani Star. Yes, Pakistan Star News. Pakistan has received an offer to denuclearize from the U.S. And they're thinking about it with an open mind, she said. There you go. Third thing that I think you need to know, man, oh, man, oh, man, small business optimism. There are records going on right now. Small business optimism, the National Federation of Independent Business. Their report for May. Small business optimism index soars, continuing historic run, hitting several records in May. Compensation increases hit a 45-year high at a record net 35%. Positive earnings trends reached a survey high at a net 3%. Positive sales trends are at the highest level since 1995. Remember when Nancy Pelosi was like, we just need consumer confidence. Mm -hmm. Expansion plans are the, mo the most robust in survey history for the National Federation Independent of Business. Holy smokes. This is incredible stuff. Small business owners, 18% plan to create new jobs. 29% of owners have job openings for skilled workers. Third highest reading since 2000. It goes on and on. Great economic news. Three things I think you need to know. 
Wait, wait, wait. What? Weren't we having the new normal of jobs leaving America? Yeah, exactly. Can't bring them back. Can't happen. Obama said it. Can't bring those jobs back. Sure, Obama. You knew a lot. Um, now, uh, let's uh, let's play 62 real quick. This is a big one. <clears throat> We're Trump talking to uh, George Snuffleupagus, 62, uh, about how he trusts the dictator. Here we go. I do trust him, yeah. Now, will I come back to you in a year and you'll be interviewing? I'll say, gee, I made a mistake. That's always possible. Says, you know, we're dealing at a very high level. A lot of things can change. A lot of things are possible. He trusts me, I believe. I really do. I mean, he said openly, and he said it to a couple of reporters that were with him, that he knows that no other president ever could have done this. I mean, no other pre- He knows the presidents. He knows who we had in front of me. He said no other president could have done this. I think he trusts me, and I trust him. Now, Trump's catching flack for telling um, Greta Van Susteren that uh, Kim Jong-un loves his people. It's obvious he doesn't. Trump knows exactly what he is. He's just saying the right thing to make sure the deal doesn't fall apart. But he'll get attacked for it. He'll get attacked. Uh, As a matter of fact, I want you to hear... Uh, put me over there if you don't mind. George Nephilopagus, uh and Trump more about denuking. Listen to this. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Yeah, you know, you good? Got it. And Phrase in the document is complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. Does that mean that the nuclear umbrella that we have over South Korea is on the table for negotiation? No. That means that uh, they're going to get rid of their nuclear weapons. We never even discussed the other. They're going to get rid of their nuclear weapons, George. And I think they want to do it relatively quickly. Now, we're going to see. I mean, they're going to start working on it immediately. We're going to work with South Korea. We're going to work with Japan. We're going to work with China. But uh, it really has been an incredible exercise. You've set the bar for nuclear agreements by criticizing the Iran nuclear deal. Said it's the worst deal ever made. Does that mean that any deal with North Korea has to be tougher than the Iran deal? I don't think a deal could be softer. First of all, we're not paying $150 billion, okay? We're paying nothing from that standpoint other than uh, you will see what happens. I think there's going to be a great partnership with Japan and with South Korea. President Moon has been terrific. But they have to get uh, Prime rid Minister of all, Abiy has been They have terrific. to get rid of all their nuclear weapons. They've got all to get their rid of yeah, They will. Yep. I think they will. I really believe that he will. I've gotten to Can know him well in that? a short period of time. Yeah, sure. It's denuking. I mean, he's denuking the whole place and he's going to start very quickly i think he's going to start now they'll be announcing things over the next few days talking about other missile sites because they were as you know they were sending out a lot of missiles there was a period of time where i was saying what are they doing every week it seems another missile went up i mean they're going to be getting rid of sites is he going to stop testing he's going to stop testing well he already has have how many months has it been george seven where there's been no missiles going up. And he's committed to not starting that up again? Oh, he's committed to not do that. It won't be happening. That won't be happening. Uh, He means it. He really wants to do something, I think, terrific for that country. And it's the only way it can be. It's the only way it can be terrific. Well, you know, if you look at, uh, if you talk to the experts, you can't just do it immediately. It takes a period of time. Well, somebody said 15 years if you go rapidly. But when you're in a process of doing it, you're really dismantling. In other words, you can't do anything during that period of time. But they have a process for getting rid of nukes that does take. It's not like, oh, gee, we'll get rid of them tomorrow. It just can't be done scientifically. 
And but they're going to do it. They're going to start immediately. They've really already started. They blew up a site which was the real deal site. That was their big site. They've blown it up. They're getting rid of things that haven't been mentioned in the document. They're getting rid of certain missile areas, and they're not going to be sending missiles up. Then there you go. That's it. We're good. So there it is. The denuking is happening. It's there. And let me tell you, there was. It, it can't happen right away. It explains it. You can't just go in there and just boop, scoop them on out. There's a lot of stuff that has to go into it. Those details will be worked out. He pledged to do it. If this pledge happened under Obama, again, they'd call him the smartest person in the history of the world. You know it would be that way. What do you think about Trump doing it? I mean, is it not historic? Of course it is. Did you want more? What did you expect? He said, this is going to be the first of many meetings, most likely. You think he can hammer out in 45 minutes details of inspectors from America and international inspectors to go in and get sites? you got to find out where the sites are. That's not his job. That's Pompeo's yeah. job. And that's what's going to start right now. And the media is trying to rip into him for this. Matter of fact, I got one more for you. Again, this was an eye-opener because people think Trump's crazy. He likes to be unpredictable, as he said. 66, talking to Sean Hannity. About calling him little rocket man and stuff like that. Listen to this. Well, I think without the rhetoric, we wouldn't have been here. I really believe that. You know, we did sanctions and all of the things that you would do. But I think without the rhetoric, you know, other administrations, I don't want to get specific on that, but they had a, a policy of silence. If they said something very bad and very threatening and horrible, just don't answer. That's not the answer. That's not what you have to do. So I think the rhetoric, I hated to do it. Sometimes I felt foolish doing it, but we had no choice. We had no choice. We had no choice. He felt foolish calling him Little Rocket Man. We all thought it was funny. Obviously, the CIA, through Pompeo, they knew how to push this guy's button. Everything was done deliberately. For all the people that think that Trump goes on Twitter and just wildly does stuff, everything's done for a reason. So he said, you know, I didn't really want to do it. They ripped, Remember they ripped him for it? Well, I got something for you coming up where they are ripping him for being nice, saying nice things about him. So he, he, like I told you a couple hours ago, it's all coming out now. He can't win. He's, when he gets too aggressive and calls out a dictator, he's going to start a war. When he's too nice, how can you say nice things about a guy that's a dictator? Where, where can he go? What do you want him to do? Wait till you hear when we get back. And we have some more fun stuff about what the, uh, the haters on MSNBC and CNN are saying about the deal and Trump and stuff like that. Uh, the agreement, I should say. It's your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shun. Eight twenty-three. we got to talk about that more. Yeah, definitely. So it's don't go anywhere. Yeah. You, you too. You too. Uh, 823, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter. I already put out the story. Domino's. Domino's. Uh, they want to fix the streets throughout America. Fill potholes. So I am saying that we need to change uh, the name of Tucson to Domino's so they can be motivated to come fill all our potholes because the city doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Domino's won't raise your taxes. <laughs> Maybe Pima County will call it Domino's County. Huh? Ah, I Domino's like that. County. Yes. Come fill our potholes. 
They're paving for pizza. It's an initiative. They said they're going to fill cracks, bumps, potholes, other road conditions that can put good pizzas at risk after they leave the store. Uh, and they've done it in four different cities so far, fixing 40 potholes on 10 roads in 10 hours. You can go to the, holes, just Google roads, it. Yeah, go to, go to, go to Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. You'll see the story. Uh, read it. There's links where you could get uh, Pima County, Tucson, whatever, and see if we can get the, the roads fixed. And then maybe the uh, the stupid county leaders, Huckleberry, what, what, you know, whatever his name, Huckster, uh, and, and these other adults on the city council can see how the private sector works. I guarantee the roads will be fixed pretty damn quickly thanks to Domino's versus the snail pace that is produced by our government. They should be ashamed. They should be thoroughly embarrassed. Yeah, a pizza place is going to fix the roads better than you. Well, watch. Huckleberry's going to say, you know what we're going to do? We bought a bowling alley and a, a space balloon company. We built their office. Hell, we'll get a county pizza place now. That's what we're going to do. We're going to get a county pizza place. <laughs> we'll compete with them. We need a county brewery as, a, as well. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you guys are getting in the road fixing business. We're into the pizza business. Watch that dolt want to buy a pizza place now. Holy smokes. Anyway, well, let's continue. It's but pizza science. 83 out now, 106 for the high today. Thank you. It is. Whatever. Um, I want to play, uh, I have this uh, ready to go. Uh, the Trumpster. Right? This is awesome. Trumpster sitting down with George Snuffleupagus. I told you before, he said he, he told Hannity, I really didn't want, made me uncomfortable. I knew it was foolish to use the rhetoric. But that's the only way to get Kim Jong under the table and blah, blah, blah. That's, I'm telling you that that's what the profile was. So here we go. He can't win when he called the guy Rocket Man. He's going to start a war. Oh, 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 oh. All this other stuff, right? Now that he's saying nice things about the dictator, he can't win either. Listen, this is the beginning. Uh, well, this is part of the uh, Snuffleupagus interview. Here we go. We're unable to go further. What other kinds of security guarantees did you offer? Did you put well, on the Well, we've given him, I don't want to talk about it specifically, but we've given him, he's going to be happy. His country does love him. His people, you see the fervor. They have a great fervor. <laughs> now, that's friggin' funny. <laughs> they have a great fervor. They march in place perfectly because they know if they don't, they'll get shot. <laughs> I mean, Trump's just being Trump right there. They love the guy. He's gonna listen. I'm gonna say everything nice about the guy, so he goes along with the plan to get rid of his nuclear weapons. Is it that hard for you to understand? Hang on. They're gonna put it together, and I think they're gonna end up with a very strong country and a country which has people that they're, they're so hardworking, so industrious. I think if you look at South Korea wow. someday. Maybe in the not-too-distant future, it will be something you like that. You say his people love him. Just a few months ago, you accused him of starving his people. And then, listen, here's the rub. Say again, no matter what he says, he can't win. Uh, Kim is a brutal dictator. He... And by the way, he's the brutal dictator, yet the media was like, Kim Jong-un is ready for this. He's prepared. He's the one that's going to win this. He's already beaten Trump on it. The media praised him. Remember, they, they, they praised his sister, his psychopath sister at the olympics runs a police state uh for starvation labor camps he's assassinating members of his own family how do you trust a killer like that george i'm given what i'm given okay i mean this is what we have mm -hmm. and this is where we are and i can only tell you from my experience and i met him i've spoken with him and i've met him and this was as you know started very early and it's been very intense uh, i think that he really wants to do a great job for north korea i think he wants to denuke it's very important. Uh, without that, there's nothing to discuss. That was on the table at the beginning, and you see a total denuclearization. Turn of it North around, Korea right on. So him. important. 
and he wants to do the right thing. Now, with all of that being said, I can't talk about it doesn't matter. We, we're starting from scratch. We're starting yep. right now. And we have to get rid of those nuclear weapons. How do you trust him, though? Is he willing to change? Do you believe he's well, changed? Well, you know, over my lifetime, I've done a lot of deals with a lot of people. And sometimes the people that you most distrust turn out to be the most honorable ones. And the people that you do trust, they are not the honorable ones. So. Uh, we yep. are starting from a very high plane. We're starting from a very good relationship. This has been a very big day in terms of the world. I think it's been maybe I, a lot of people are saying We're it's historic. It historic. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting better at answering and stuff like that. You want to? He's honest. He's honest. Got a great email. Trump on uh, Snuffleupagus his show is like uh, Obama going on Hannity, except Obama was afraid of Hannity. It's true. It's true. So there you go. That's uh, that's the latest. There. Oh, I, let me play. You know, can you play? It's just funny to me. We need to play more often. Uh, the Never Trumper alleged conservative SE Cup number sixty-eight. It's just too funny. I'm sorry. It's just it's just too good. This is how she opened her show on CNN last night. Welcome to Unfiltered. Here's tonight's headline: For The love of God, Mr. President, don't get us all killed. There you have it. That's just that's how you do it. Alleged conservative. Alleged. Alleged. Uh, I just want you to know, by the way, also, the Arizona Republic on their website, azcentral.com, not one thing about the Trump-Kim summit. Not one thing. It was, he had the press conference at 1 o'clock local time in the morning. Not one thing. I don't see it anywhere on the, the their their website, at least the homepage. So they don't have that there. Also, I just want you to know, um, when Trump stood up for America to our allies ripping us off at the G7, John McCain stood up for our allies that were ripping us off. He commented right away on Twitter. Jeff Flake, right away, you don't treat our allies like this. What are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. This North Korea thing happens. Not one comment from Flake or McCain. Zero. They know what to do when it comes to trying to rip Trump and destroy Trump. Nothing here. Nothing from Martha McSilent on Twitter about the G7 still or even about the North Korea situation. She's just going to be silent? Well, she's McSilent. What's going to happen? Kelly Ward? Several posts about this. Several posts. Um, why are the others so silent? Interesting stuff, isn't it? I think so. I think so. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have another, uh, another great, great, great hater reaction from MSNBC we'll get to. Uh, And there's something also that Jeff Sessions is doing, Jeff Sessions is doing, that you're going to like, and it's being just totally skipped over in the news. It's about immigration and asylum. We'll get those coming up in about 5, 8.32. Here's the latest from Fox. Eggs, bacon, pancakes, coffee. It sounds like a great breakfast, but it's missing something. Stimulation. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yep, 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 yep. Come on. Yes. 
All right, what's going on? 839, three things I think you need to know. Number one, man. yes, that guy, Kim Jong-un, signed a uh, declaration saying he's going to denuclearize his country, and they, it'll all continue uh, next week when Mike Pompeo, the Secretary of State, meets with North Korean officials. But he said he wants to, made a pledge to, and, uh, you know, not not every dictator can be trusted and can't trust him, but said he wants to do it. Signal he did. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, Pakistan, their foreign secretary has admitted the U.S. has asked them to denuclearize similar to North Korea, and they are thinking about it. Oh, baby. Third thing I think you need to know. Oh, man, we have some uh, have some issues. Issues going on. Uh, Ann Kirkpatrick, the Democrat running in CD. She's like one of like five Democrats running in CD2. She is like the favorite because she's the most well-known, even though she's kind of crazy. The locals in that race trying to kick her out of the CD2 race saying she doesn't live in the district. Oh, baby. How about that? Three things that I think you need to know. Finally, some infighting in the Democrats. You have uh, Martha McSilent Jr. and Leah Marquez-Peterson. And now you have this. Um, apparently, maybe we'll do this tomorrow. How about we do it tomorrow? We have all North Korea today. I'm going to give it more time tomorrow. We'll do that. Still something I think you need to know. All right, so, um, the Trumpster, asked by George Snuffleupagus about the picture. You know the picture from the G7 with, uh, Merkel looking down upon him? You sit back and say, what the heck's going on in that picture? And you have, you know, Trump with the arms crossed with the smirk. You have Abe from Japan kind of looking at her like, shut up. I mean, you never know. Like, just like a text and a tweet can be taken out of context, so can a picture, right? So Snuffleupagus uh, asks Trump about that and Trump, and about his relationships with these world leaders. And this is, am I up over there? Yeah. Cool. Listen to what happened. Here we go. Really good with Merkel. Really good pretty much with all of them. I was very surprised because we actually were getting ready to sign a document I made them make various changes. And you know the so-called semi-famous picture of... <laughs> seeing the picture. Right. She was looking at me. You know what we were doing? We were talking while we were waiting for the final copy of the document. There was, that was such an innocent picture. You know, we put out that picture. That was put out by my people. That was really a picture of me sitting this way, and I'm waiting for the document so we can final read it. What happened is we had a final document. I wasn't 100%, but I wanted to leave nicely. So... We had a document. I get into Air Force One, the television's on, and I see a news conference being given by the Prime Minister of Canada and Justin. And I said, oh, that's nice, Justin's given. And then he talked about how they won't be bullied, how they... And I said, what's this all about? He didn't do that to my face. What's this all about? But here's what the story is. We have been taken advantage of as a country for decades by friends and enemies both. We have been, our trade is a disaster, our trade deals. We lose $817 billion was the last count on a yearly basis. Think of the Georgia. In other words, when you add China and all of the other places, Germany, the European Union is a disaster for us. We lost $151 billion last year. Billion, not, not million. We lost $151 billion. They don't take our product. They won't take our agriculture. They won't. We lost 151. Now, they were at the meeting, the European Union. I can't be thrilled. I let them know. And I said, fellas, we've got to change it. And if you don't change it, 
we're not going to do trading. Fine. I, I just do want to say, though, that picture was really supposed to be a friendly picture. That was put out by us. And <laughs> we were waiting for the document to come back so we could read it. I left. Everybody was happy. Everybody shook. You should ask Prime Minister Abiy. Everybody was happy. And then he gave out a little bit of an obnoxious thing. I actually like Justin. You know, I, I think he's good. I like him. But he shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake. That's going to cost him a lot of money. Final question. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to let that go. I mean, it's just classic Trump. Just classic Trump explaining the picture. And this is why, you know, the new, you see the picture, we all rush to judgment. I get it. I don't blame the media. But it would been cool if somebody had an access to the president was like, or there's somebody at the White House, can you explain what's going on in that picture? Looks like Merkel um, needs to drop a deuce and hates Trump at the same time. It's true, but her face always looks like that. Maybe it's a German thing. I don't know. So, yeah, there you go. That's the explanation of um, <clears throat> that picture. And he says he has a good relationship. And if you missed it, we'll get to the uh, the hater stuff in just a second. But play uh, Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake, CNN tracked down uh, Trump hater Jeff Flake, 72, about, uh, they said, what do you think about Trump's comments about the G7 leaders? Here we go. And it's awful. That's an awful way to treat your allies. I saw the press conference. I saw the, what uh, Prime Minister Trudeau said. I didn't think that it uh, rose to the level of, uh, for that kind of vitriol. I, I mean, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a statement like that against any of our worst enemies, let alone our allies. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you very much. I wonder what he, he compares everything. to. The way he treats his constituents. Exactly. Uh, he'd never call anybody that you, you treat the people that you're supposed to represent that you work for, which is us the same way. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Throw me up over there. This is Nicole Wallace and group, uh, talking about Kim Jong-un and Trump. And apparently they're the same kind of people. Did you know that? Listen. You know, something that the two people pointed out to me in the last couple of days is that Donald Trump isn't an in-person negotiator. He's an in-person bloviator. There will not be a great exchange at this lunch. He uh, let me just stop that for a second. Obama was the bloviator. He would waste time in press conferences, spend 12 minutes to answer one question. Well, uh, Trump literally took questions for two hours. I got up at one o'clock in the morning to watch the press conference. I didn't want to. My body woke up. Damn Trump. Anyway, and he just kept taking question after question after question. Talks and people don't people that have interviewed him. If you mm. listen or watch those interviews, people don't get a lot of questions in he fills with Donald the space. Trump. Yeah. A, a comment is made, a position is put on the table either by um, the North Koreans mm. or by Pompeo, and then Trump can go for twenty five minutes. It's not um, inconceivable that they don't make much more progress. Something else that our own Keir Simmons reported today and shared with us at four p.m. Mm. is that both men are liars. He said, "Can oh. lies." And he said Donald Trump lies. Did they call Susan Rice a liar when she lied about Benghazi? Or Obama when he lied about Benghazi in Fast and Furious? And when he lied about not spying on Trump and not going after, uh, using the IRS to go after conservative groups? Did they call him a liar? Probably not. But they're both, they're both liars. Hang on, let's go. I got more. So it is at this point, and I've talked to two former senior intelligence officials, it is a known unknown mm-hmm. what, what was discussed, and it is not knowable that we'll ever know. 
what really happened what happened in that meeting because both men are known and established liars okay there you go both men are known established liars wow uh msnbc but what did you expect right not much not much more than that uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. We will get more of your reactions to this. Uh, did we play all of the highlights that I wanted to play from Trump yesterday at the press conference? Uh, I hit the auto warm beer thing again. Oh, we got to play the Jeff Sessions. I forgot about that. Number 70. Just to divert for just a second. Jeff Sessions uh, speaking yesterday about asylum. Listen to this. Asylum was never meant to alleviate all problems, even all serious problems that people face every day all over the world. So today I'm exercising the responsibility given to me under the INA, and I will be issuing a decision that restores sound principles of asylum and longstanding principles of immigration law. We have not acted hastily, but carefully. In my judgment, this will be a correct interpretation of the law. It advances the original intent yep. and purpose of the INA, and it will be your duty, of course, to carry that out. What he's basically saying is that we're not going to honor asylum claims when people come up and say, gang violence, domestic abuse. We can't solve everything. We can't be the escape route for the entire world. So those mostly will not be honored anymore. Pretty cool, huh? Oh, by the way, buddy, not, buddy of mine sent me a text. Obama lie. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Yep, they didn't call, you didn't hear uh, Nicole Wallace call Obama a liar about that. What about this one? For Americans who get their insurance through the workplace, how many people are getting insurance through their jobs right now? Raise your hands. All right, well, a lot of those folks... Your employer, it's estimated, would see premiums fall by as much as 3,000%, which means they could give you a raise. Oh, there you go. There you go. Give you a raise. We'll continue. We have much more to talk about. Phone lines are jammed. I promise I will get to you. I have a lot to say this morning just like you. Uh, You can hit me up very simply also. uh, At Garrett Lewis on Twitter. You can hit me up. uh, Garrett at KNSD.com. Facebook as well. It's all there for you. It's up to you. We'll continue in five. We have much more to play. Your reaction, more sound bites. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. I tricked you, Ryan. Hi, it's 9.07. <laughs> Hoping my voice can last for another 52 minutes and 7 seconds. Think so? I think so. You know what? What? Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Go ahead, sorry. Go home to mommy. Get some you nice will. matzo ball soup. It'd probably help. You think she's listening? Mine? No. Not this late. It'd be cool if my... Gentile wife who likes my matzo ball soup would <laughs> make matzo ball soup or anything at all. So. Oh, my. oh, oh, really? Yeah. I can get away with it. It's Father's Day week. It's Father's Day week. Email, it's Father's Day. While I whip this out. 
Yeah. No? Might be the only time. Out! Uh, three things <laughs> that I think you need you need to know. Uh, number one. Number one. <laughs> Girlie knows it's true. Yeah. Uh, number one. You. Uh, thank you. Kim Jong-un signed a declaration saying, I will denuclearize my country. Details are scant, but they're working them out. It is what it is. This is historic. This has never happened. People thought Trump was going to make the world blow up. Now, the second thing I think you need to know is Pakistan. Their foreign secretary has said America offered us the same denuke deal as North Korea, and we're thinking about it. Oh, baby. Third thing I think you need to know is that, uh, and we'll do more of this tomorrow, Ann Kirkpatrick is uh, one of the like five or whatever Democrats running in CD2, right? Apparently, uh, the locals are saying she's not local. She doesn't really live here. They're trying to kick her out of the race. How about that? The two most establishment people, Martha McMess. <laughs> and by the way, the Arizona Republic wrote a hit piece today on Kelly Ward saying that she's missed her opportunity and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's whatever. Uh the Democrats are eating their own. And don't say that I'm eating your own. Listen, I've always said, if somehow McSally wins the primary, you have to vote for her over Kirsten Cinema. Kirsten Cinema is doing a much more... Uh, and she, listen, her consultants are earning their paycheck. McSally's are a joke. They're making her look somewhat normal. And she is anything but normal. And it has nothing to do with her sexuality. She's just a nut. It shouldn't be that hard to beat her, considering she voted against the tax cut and she's for Obamacare. Three things I think you need to know. Anyway, so they're trying to kick out Kirkpatrick, okay? Trying to kick her out. Um, now, I want you to hear this. This Max Boot, sounds familiar, CNN analyst, I know, talking about the G7 summit. Since we played uh, the Trump explaining uh, explanation of the Merkel picture, right? And he said, we're actually having a good time. We released the picture. Anyway, I want you to hear Max Boot talking about the G7 uh, on uh, with, with Poppy Harlow. That's her name, CNN anchor. She's on with her this morning. Uh, he's on with her this morning about the G7 stuff. Uh, listen, listen to this. Then we're up over there. Ready? Cool. If it was such an innocent picture and everyone's getting along so well, Max, why then did Angela Merkel announce yesterday that Germany will retaliate uh, against these U.S. tariffs? Hang on. We can answer that. Because she's trying to protect Germany the same way Donald Trump is trying to protect America. Not that hard. You know, it's so funny, like, all of a sudden, oh, they're going to retaliate against us. Nothing like, why were, the, why were our allies ripping us off, charging us more to get our goods in their country to begin with? Do allies do that? Maybe. Competition. They never say that, do they? Hang on. Well, you can't take seriously anything that Donald Trump says. You can't take it literally in any case. Mm. I mean, clearly, this was a catastrophic summit. The worst uh, G7 since G7 summit started being held. Really? He is a global affairs analyst for CNN, whatever that means. Hang on. Yeah, I think it was in 1975. There is a huge uh, uh, amount of animosity and mistrust between the United States and all of our traditional allies. And it's all the more striking that President Trump uh, says that he has a, quote, very special bond with Kim Jong-un, this vicious dictator. And at the same time, his Can't aide... Win is saying well, that there's a special place in hell for Justin Trudeau, the prime right. minister of, Which, of Canada. And that was done 
to try to show Kim Jong-un we don't take any crap. It's like they're so dishonest. They're ignoring the fact, or they're just dishonest about it, about the situation of our allies, again, ripping us off when it comes to trade. It's like they just ignore the fact. They don't want to bring it up. How dare Trump even say anything? We should just take in the shorts and continue to get ripped off by people. That's what they're saying. Well, somebody in America, uh, in, in the government, gave them that deal, signed off yep. on that deal. Yep. And that's so, why, and Trump said, I don't blame the other leaders. I blame our past leaders. Right? If I came to you again and said, Gary, give me five bucks and I'll give you a 10, you'd give me five bucks. You'd be making 10. You'd be making an extra five bucks, right? What are you trying to say? I want you to give me some money and I'll give you more back. <laughs> Makes no sense. I just take your money and run away. Yep. Well, walk quickly away. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Eddie, that, that's. I don't know. Oh, man. Don't forget, by the way, Thursday, side note. Thank you. IG report comes out Thursday on the Trumpster's birthday. IG report. Um, all right, let's play some. Uh, this, this, I want to play a couple of things that, if you're just tuning in, these are very important. What Trump said at the press conference, first question, 60. We'll get to more hate, don't worry. First question, 60. Um, we played a lot of anti Trump stuff this morning, though, on CNN and MSNBC. And by the way, I was like, I'm hoping that for the world, something good happens. And then secondarily, I was like, not only do I want something good to happen for the world, I can't wait to see how these idiots react. And it's worked. It's exactly like I thought it was. Anyway, Trump uh, asked first question at the press conference this morning about 1 a.m. local time about uh, Otto Warmbier. And he handled it perfectly. Listen to this. The man you met today, Kim Jong-un, as you know, has killed family members, has starved his own people, is responsible for the death of Otto Warmbier. Why are you so comfortable calling him very talented? Well, he is very talented. Anybody that takes over a situation like he did at 26 years of age and is able to run it and run it tough. I don't say he was nice or I don't say anything about it. He ran it. Very few people at that age, you can take one out of 10,000 probably couldn't do it. Otto Warmbier is a very special person and he will be for a long time in my life. His parents are good friends of mine. I think without Otto, this would not have happened. Something happened from that day. It was a terrible thing. It was brutal. But a lot of people started to focus on what was going on, including North Korea. I really think that Otto is someone who did not die in vain. I told this to his parents. Special young man. And, and I have to say, special parents, special people. Otto did not die in vain. He had a lot to do with us being here today. It's very powerful. That poor kid. You know, you got to sit back and think Trump wants to know what did you have to do with it, Kim Jong-un? You know that Trump wants to stick up for every American. Trump got mad as hell when Otto Warmbier was shipped back and he was basically a vegetable. Mad as hell. This is a very tough situation. I think he handled it as best he possibly could, right? Right? Now, one more that I want you to hear. Because, again, you have Trump trying to get this deal going, and it's the start of the deal with North Korea. 
What did Obama try to do? He tried to get an Iran deal. What did he do to get it? He paid him off. And Obama called that out. I mean, Trump called that out. 61. Listen to this. Here we go. They secured the commitment to destroy the missile engine testing site. That was not in your agreement. I got that after we signed the agreement. I said, do me a favor. You've got this missile engine testing site. We know where it is because of the heat. We, it's incredible the equipment we have, to be honest with you. I said, can you close it up? You couldn't close it up. We maintain the ability to continue to apply sanctions. So we're applying sanctions. Now, I had 300 sanctions that I was getting ready to put on last week. And I said, you know, I can't really put on sanctions when I'm meeting with. I thought it would be very disrespectful. 300 very big ones, powerful ones. And I said it would be disrespectful. So, Jennifer, when you look at all of those things that we got, and when we got our hostages back, I didn't pay $1.8 in cash. Boom. Like the hostages that came back from Iran, which was a disgraceful situation. Boom. What took place. So we've gotten a lot. So when I hear somebody in the media say that President Trump has agreed to meet, like it's not a big deal to meet. I think we should meet on a lot of different topics, not just this one. And I really believe a lot of great things can happen. Boom. How about that? How about that? I didn't have to pay. What about you? Now, this might shock you. Uh, There are some Republicans that are not so excited about this. I'll tell you about them on the other side. Guess who they are? Guess who they are? So we have that. And then my, my favorite one of the day is a person that failed in the negotiation with Kim Jong-un's dad, asked to give her expertise on the Trump deal. This is incredible stuff. We'll get to it. Coming up, KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. But it's still funny. 923, Garrett Lewis with you. 83 degrees out. Going to be 106 today. Again, oh, 90 out already. Sorry, it's bumped up to 90. Uh, thunderstorms in the forecast Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Greatest chance on Saturday, 86 and scattered thunderstorms. Father's Day, 95 scattered thunderstorms. Uh, you know what they say when there's scattered thunderstorms? Uh, uh, on Father's Day, uh, foot massage time from the wife. So that's what what I read somewhere. I like Could when be they fake say news. That. I don't oh, know. No, no. Let me Google that for you. Just make it up. I still don't think my, our wives will go for it, but still, it's it's nice. <clears throat> All right, so uh, really quick, some Republican lawmakers on the uh, the Trump deal. There's pictures. Oh, is there? I don't know. If I, I wouldn't, be I wouldn't click them. on those probably, if I were you. I don't, probably should Is that really a foot massage? Uh, so a uh, hmm. story from the Washington Examiner came down just a couple of minutes ago. Republican leaders throw caution flag on North Korea deal. Funny, all the Democrats got behind the horrible Iran deal. That Iran didn't even sign. But Mitch McConnell said the agreement is an historic first step that commits the U.S. and North Korea to keep trying for a deal to denuclearize the Korean Peninsula. I thought he signed it anyway. Resolving the 65-year-old international challenge will take a great deal of hard work. That's Mitch McConnell's electric reaction. Paul Ryan, only time will tell if North Korea is serious this time. And in the meantime, he must continue to apply maximum pressure. We must always be clear we are dealing with a brutal regime with a long history of deceit. I, I got gotcha. you. 
little Bobby Corker, who was booed when Trump was in Tennessee last month. Bobby Corker, the foreign relations expert, quote, while I'm glad the president and Kim Jong-un were able to meet, it's difficult to determine what of concrete nature has occurred. Excuse me. He said he wanted to talk to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to share his insights at an upcoming hearing on the deal. So not really a lot of celebration from the Republican side, which it's the swamp. The swamp runs deep, right? It runs deep. Now, still nothing from Jeff Flake or John McCain or even Martha McSilent on this whole deal. They only want to destroy Trump. Maybe not Martha publicly, but whatever. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, though, put out a statement. This is going to be good. I was thinking she'd like mistake North Korea for South Korea or something like that. I, Anyway, um, part of Nancy Pelosi's statement. The president handed Kim Jong-un concessions in exchange for vague promises that do not approach a clear and comprehensive pathway to denuclearization and nonproliferation. What did Bill Clinton do when he handed $3 billion to Kim's dad? Anyway, in his haste to reach an agreement, President Trump elevated North Korea to the level of the United States while preserving the regime's status quo. Huh. The millions of families currently living in fear of nuclear weapons in the region deserve strong and smart leadership built on diplomacy and engagement. It's exactly what he did with our regional partners and allies. It's what he did. The president's marginalization of the vast expertise of the State Department. What? Excuse me? And its habitual disparaging of our allies, as demonstrated at the G7 forum, hinders a lasting, stable pathway to peace. So, not they can't even say, you know what, this is historic. Let's hope it continues to, to go down the peaceful route and make the world a safer place. No, can't do that. Can't say it. No, no, none of that from Nancy Pelosi. Impossible. Um, they had, I mean, so even the Democrats are politicizing this. And even they are, I, I guess, are at least giving some kind of a reaction. We can't even get a positive one from a lot of the Republicans. Right? Chuck Schumer, nothing on Twitter. Nothing about this. But you know what Chuck Schumer did pay homage to? Um, the Pulse nightclub shooting. Two years ago today. Why should he say anything about the North Korea summit when Chuck Schumer says, let's remember the Pulse nightclub with hashtag gun violence. Have the hard conversation today about gun violence in America. Don't put it off. Tell the story of Pulse. Um, what about gun- Chicago every weekend? Well, there's that. But I'm wondering why he doesn't want to say... Let's have the conversation about radical Islamic terrorism as well. No? Also, the Democrats continue with their losing ways. 19 minutes ago, Senate Democrats, that's that's a Twitter handle, tweeted out, we know, hashtag, families belong together. Oh my God. They are literally, this is hilarious, they are fighting for illegal aliens... To come here, break the law, and make sure they're united together. You think a lot of America agrees with that? I mean, they they can't dig themselves out of a hole. They're fighting for the illegal aliens to stay together, yet they are saying, 
Forget your idea of a wall. Screw you, Americans. We're fighting for illegal aliens. That's what they're saying. I, I Again, I just when you thought Republicans are dumb as hell and they're not very bright, Democrats take it that one extra step. I mean, this is this is incredible. This is crazy. I'll tell you what. I think I enjoy Donald Trump's version of building bridges than Hillary Clinton's. Because building this bridge with, with North Korea is going to do a lot more than some other theoretical crap that Hillary yep. had planned. Yep. Well, and, and people were saying um, there, I, there's no way Hillary, if she were president, that she'd be able to get something like this going. There's no chance. No way. Zero. Uh, by the way, really quick also, speaking of members of Congress, really quick, Martha McSally. Story in the Arizona Republic, they finally got to this. Headline, McSally's office removes video supporting compassionate fix for DACA. Spin, spin, do, you know what, do you know what McSilent said to them as a comment? This. But she has ovaries, and you know, she was not scared. She took on terrorists. Oh, did she take on terrorists. So she has no problem standing up to the liberals in Congress. That's what she said, right? I mean, that's... Grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. That's what she said. You know, can you... Can you find the... Uh, uh, there's that one. We got to get all the, the numbers, because... No, not that one. I don't want to play the one she curses. But find the ones, because she talked about, again, that she could take on anybody, right? She could take on anybody. So now the Arizona Republic, and by the way, the Arizona Republic is totally, it's, it's for allegedly a right-leaning paper, it is not at all. It's, they, they rip into Kelly Ward for literally no apparent reason, and they're using swamp Republican, um, swamp Republican consultants to make the job, to do the job. Right. That's what they're doing right now. So they're just ripping the hell out of Kelly Ward over and over and over. And I think I could find that that soundbite. And now Martha McSally is also getting attacked. And she should at this, right? She should. Her her campaign, her office scrubbed the freaking video. She is running from her past because she doesn't want you to know about it. Which is why I say, again, she's a hell of a lot better than Kirsten Cinema, but what the hell kind of a senator are you going to be? You're going to be a swap one. McSally's office did not respond to repeated requests for comment. That's from the Arizona Republic. She also didn't respond to comment from CNN either. Yeah, I guess you're going to see McSally lay low for a little while. Her consultants don't want her to do anything. She can't even think for herself. I don't get it. You know what? Um, I just put it in there. Play that one. This, this is the best. Here we go. Kirkpatrick, a uh, local dam running in the CD2 race. She tried to challenge John McCain and got smoked. Uh, she's kind of a nutty uh, dem. She was a congressperson up in the northern Arizona area. Uh, and right when the, a lot of Dems got booted in 2010, she was trying to throw a Hail Mary. She went on like Fox News said, I'm introducing a bill that cuts our salaries by 5%. Oh, that yeah, there you go. That's a winner right there. So anyway, the local dems running in CD2 say she doesn't live here. And they're trying to prove it and kick her out of the race. Yay. Finally, they're eating their own, too. Three things I think you need to know. It'd be great for the Republicans if she got kicked out, too, by the way. She's the biggest name they have. Keep going. Go, 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 go. Now, <clears throat> I want you to hear Wendy Sherman. 
The Shermanator. She apparently, this is this is serious, she negotiated for Bill Clinton. Obviously, it was a big fat fail, which qualifies you to be an analyst on MSNBC, <laughs> which is why Jeff Flake will be there at some point <laughs> in February of next year. Oh, yeah. Keep making these jokes, man. I, it's, it's true. <laughs> I know it's true. Listen to Andrea Mitchell bring this uh, lady up right before the news came out about what's going to happen. Wendy, you, of course, negotiated with Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un's father, back in 2000 when we were on that trip with Madeleine Albright. You never had to deal with Dennis Rodman. I'll tell you, Andrea, just watching this, I feel like President Trump and Kim Jong-un are going to be uh, members of Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, this really just feels Don't like try a to be funny. sitcom of some sort, as opposed to having the gravity that this is really about the security of the United States of America. Uh, the president's obsession with looking strong and powerful and tough, uh, which was what he thought he was doing at the G7, uh, making sure his base is secure, uh, which he believes he does when he pushes back at even our friends and allies. Now he finds himself in the middle of a rodeo uh, with uh, Kim Jong-un, who knows exactly what he wants and has a game plan he's going to follow, and Dennis Rodman, who's cheering from the sidelines. It's quite unusual. What does Dennis Robin have to do with anything? about? I mean, I know he was there, and he actually told CNN, we played the soundbite earlier, um, that he literally said, Kim Jong-un said, can you get Obama a message? And this was five years ago. And Robin said, I tried, and Obama ignored me. I can't blame Obama for ignoring Rodman. But apparently Kim Jong-un wanted to get rid of these nukes and wanted to talk five years ago. Country's broke. So, there you go. Um, do you want to play Rodman? Eh, I don't think we have to. Okay. I think we're done with this stuff. There's some other things we need to get to, including, again, the Domino's thing. This is, people are, people are emailing me and texting me saying, I thought this was a joke, but it's real. Domino's, you know, they deliver pizzas. So they're trying to do a big promotion, pavingforpizza.com. It's the website. You go there, you fill out whatever is needed for your town, your county, whatever it is. And maybe Domino's will show up to fix the roads. Somebody, I put this on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. You'll see it. Um, someone commented, if Domino's comes here, they're going to go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> Domino's uh, is doing this. They want to make sure that uh, no potholes will, will destroy the pizza, blah, blah, blah. They've done this in Bartonville, Texas, Milford, Delaware, Athens, Georgia, Burbank, California. In Milford, Delaware, they fixed 40 potholes on 10 roads in 10 hours. Yep. That's what it is. So people, I, get, I think Allie Miller already tried to put stuff in, Supervisor Miller, for, for Pima County. I think I saw that on Facebook. I think she tagged me in that. Would it be bad to say, I think everybody who can hear this should? Yes. Okay, I won't say that. I, no, no, I think, it, I, mean, I, think it's, I think it's good. Oh, you think it's good? Sorry, I'm exhausted. I've been up for almost nine hours now. Not a problem. And slept like three. I do my job for you. Uh, Domino says if your city is selected, it'll receive funds to help repair roads so pizzas make it home safely. So there you go. That's Domino's for you. Something else I wanted to let you know about. And I thought this was very interesting. Uh, you know, uh, in Seattle, you had the socialist uh, council person. There are a bunch of nut jobs up there, right? And they voted to tax businesses. Mm -hmm. If you have like, I think it's over 50 employees and they, you make over 20 million in revenues, uh, you'll have to pay a $275 a person business tax. 
Just It's an employee tax. And that money was going to go to homeless people for housing and whatever else they need. Well, apparently, Amazon got to them. Crazy nutjob Seattle is now going back on that. They voted, apparently, um, to repeal it. Uh, or they, they signaled they're going to vote today to repeal it. The mayor and the city council president put out statements. They said they'd end the tax. You know, it was meant to, to just combat rising homelessness. Yeah. Um, but we're going to go back on that. They're going to vote today to repeal it. Uh, the mayor, Jenny Durkin, in a statement, Durkin, 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 Durkin said, we heard you now. I mean, they didn't have enough common sense to think this is a stupid idea. Starbucks, Amazon, by the way, I'm surprised Starbucks is fighting this. This would have been great for homeless people. They wanted to build bathrooms. Maybe Starbucks is like, don't tax us. They could just use our bathrooms anyway. <laughs> don't look at me like that. So uh, Amazon, Starbucks, they all fought back. Isn't that mean of Starbucks to fight back? All they want to do is help out the homeless people. Leave me alone. Uh, so the city council is going to repeal this. Uh, and they have to do something to figure out the homelessness crisis. Keep giving people free stuff. That's what it is. Starbucks, uh, it says here, business groups had raised 200 grand in a few weeks to gather signatures for a referendum challenging this. So they realized they screwed up. I mean, they screwed up big time. And now they're going to go back and try to figure out what, uh, I guess, why everyone's mad, but they're going to just get rid of it. Blah, 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 blah. Um, you got to love this. City council member Lorena Gonzalez said she'd vote to overturn the tax, but she blamed the business community for this. I'm deeply troubled and disappointed by the political tactics utilized by a powerful faction of corporations that seem to prioritize corporations over people. They're the ones that pay people. It was my sound belief that a compromise in this policy had been reached with business. As an elected official representing all of Seattle, I'm deeply disappointed certain members of the business community did not engage in good faith with the city of Seattle. She's mad. She's mad. She's not getting taxed. I, I know. Maybe she should. I know. The socialist, no kidding, she calls herself a socialist, member of the council, Kashama Sawan. I think we played sound bites from her. She called the decision a backroom betrayal. I deserve your money. Wow. <clears throat> It's true. I can understand that. I deserve, I deserve your, your money. money. I deserve your money. You. You. No, you. I deserve you. your money. So there you go. That's the latest. They're going to turn that around because even crazy Seattle, at least a couple of them realized, probably not the best idea, right? Probably not the best idea. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll continue. We'll continue in four. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Radio station. Didn't fight it. I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. That's how President Trump describes the North Korean leader's reaction to his push for Pyongyang to denuclearize. We get along better than I would have assumed right from the beginning. The president telling Fox's Sean Hannity right after the summit in Singapore that got a lot more done in one day than he ever thought possible and that he expects Kim Jong-un to follow through. I think he's going back to get this done. He wants to get it done. You know, you hear the whole thing about his father and other administrations or his grandfather. The fact is that he, and he brings that up, 
But they weren't dealing with me. They were dealing with different people. That interview airs on Hannity at 9 Eastern tonight. The joint statement signed by the president and Kim is a commitment to work toward complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula and establish new relations. However, the details are left to future talks led by the Secretary of State. So any potential excitement about the deal in Congress is tempered by distrust of the North Korean regime. Fox's Rachel Sutherland, live in Washington. Lisa, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says North Korea has broken promises to the U.S. before. Liable to backtrack on vague commitments as soon as it's in its interest. Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell called the agreement a major step, but added our eyes are wide open. The goal of the United States is the, quote, complete, verifiable and irreversible denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. GOP Senator Cory Gardner tweeted, until North Korea takes concrete steps to denuclearize, the U.S. should continue the, the maximum pressure campaign. Lisa. Thanks, Rachel. Late word of a Border Patrol agent wounded in a shooting near the U.S.-Mexico border. This happened in southern Arizona. A statement from the U.S. Border Patrol not giving any details on the agent's injuries or the circumstances. Fox News, fair and balanced.